it's Cecilia and Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out, or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck? Just grab some wine and chill. It'll be like eavesdropping and a girls' night all wrapped up into one. Friend. He's a bro, and there's a difference. Total I need difference. you both, but there's a difference. <laughs> Austin, you hear that? She needs me more. Uh, that it? no. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, <laughs> what's your heck yes? <laughs> um, my heck yes is making scary and big decisions for our family and like my businesses, but like being like really proud of myself, like pat on the back after doing it and being like, yes, you've been wanting to do that for way too long, and it took you way too long, but you finally did it. So I'm proud of you. That's you want to tell them what it was? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just assume. But then I've, again, my Instagram is shot of band. Uh, so I am no longer traveling for weddings unless they are three hours drive away from Auburn. That is the furthest I will travel for wedding photography anymore, which is huge and scary because travel wedding photography is probably a third of my income. Yeah. Uh, but it also was not worth that third of my income um especially over the past year with Carrie and being a wife and a mom I'm the kind of person who wants to do what I'm doing really well and I felt like I wasn't doing photography and serving my clients really well because I was like feeling stressed and rushed through editing but then I also didn't feel like I was serving my family and my daughter well either and I was like I know there's a way to balance my business and family but this isn't it so mm -hmm. cut it and there's a lot more peace now. And now I like get really excited to go to the sessions and weddings that I have that are more local um, and to dive more into family photography, which I love now that I'm a wife and a mom. Um, so it's good. It's a good thing. I'm so excited for you. <laughs> I mean, that's massive. Also, you have a massive clientele in Alabama. So exactly. That's kind of, I'm kind of like, okay, God, you brought us back to Alabama, which I didn't ever really want to do, but I'm going to trust that this is part of the reason why. So yeah. we'll see. But so if anyone's out there in Alabama and needs photos or has family that would love photos, <laughs> hit Megan up. Yes, please. Okay. What's your heck yes? Okay. So my heck yes is that Monday I got home from a flight to see stash at like 8 a.m. It's like early morning flight. And I was like, I'm gonna rearrange my room. And yeah, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say, I'm looking at your room now and that's your bed behind you and I'm really confused. Yes, and, my, and you have a different mirror on the wall. Yeah, so that was like totally different. So um, I just switch around and I used to do this as a kid but I forgot how much it actually like sparks new creativity. Mm -hmm. So it was super, super helpful. And like, I just feel more organized and clean and like a new spark. And like, I can see more of my wood floors because my cart or my rug is like more of a different way. And I'm just like, feel like a new woman. Cause I spend, I mean, you know, I work in my room and I live in my room mm -hmm. and like, I spend almost every day in my room. Right. So like, yeah, I, I was just really exciting. So it's that's pretty. what I guess. Thank I feel you. like it feels spacier. Yeah. I mean, at the Maybe same not. time, the bed's in the center. Yeah. 
because yeah. I used to have like a massive dance floor, like in the center of my room. That's but, true. That's true. Yeah. So now it's whatever, but it's really nice. And anyways, you can see the full linen duvet is paid too much money for it at West Elm anyway. So hey, at least it fits your bed. So true. Megan good. got a duvet that didn't fit her bed. So yep. <laughs> I saw you actually saw literally before I got on here. I was like, oh, Megan posted to Facebook Marketplace her duvet. <laughs> It's still for sale if anyone wants a really pretty duvet that's a full queen size. Message me. You could probably sell it on IG. I tried to once, oh. but again, my Instagram's getting like a third of the views it used to. So yeah. All right. Um, okay. and then I have another heck yes. And uh it's these instant pot um lettuce wraps. And it's like they say it's the recipe from PF Chang's chicken lettuce wraps but oh. I use ground turkey. But anyways, I just bought the stuff for it. And after this, I'm going to make them. And I'm so excited because I love them so much. So, so you haven't made them yet, but it's already a heck yes. No, I made them twice. It's like my favorite oh. recipe. Got it, got it, got so, it. So yeah. I'm what do you make put them. in them? Um, So it's like ground turkey, like. Um, uh, rice? Is there rice in them? No, like brown sugar. Um, like different, like brown sauces, um, like sesame oil, soy oh. sauce. Um, so it's literally just chicken or like ground turkey and lettuce though, plus like sauces and stuff. You just, you, that's just the ground turkey with all the sauces and like some jalapeno and stuff. And then you just put it in, like you get like a burrito lettuce. lettuce. Yeah. And you just wrap it up and eat it. Lettuce burrito. Whoa. Yeah. So that's that really good. good for you too. Guys, can we just look back at when she was making like popcorn all the time for three meals still, a day. I still do that. But, right, actually, but now it's a side appetizer to your right. lettuce wraps, which is much more wholesome. The instant pause been life-changing. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, dad, for getting me that. So, and okay, Megan and I will get into this, but we instant potted it up in Alabama when we were hosting. So we did. We did. Wasn't There's more to come. A heck yes, though. Yeah, we'll share about that soon. Yeah. Okay. What was your heck no? <laughs> My heck no is when you get food stuck in your teeth. But then I don't know if you've ever used like your hair as floss, which yeah. just a whole nother level of judgment. I did it on our first come. date with Stash. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> it's it's super convenient and ideal because you don't carry like what do you call those floss teeth yeah. things around with you. But then. If you don't pick a strong enough piece of hair or like enough strands of hair, then this hair gets stuck in your in teeth, your teeth. <laughs> on top of the food that's already in your teeth. So it's just like fucking crap, man. And then you're just like double whammy screwed. So that's my heck no. I always try to, <laughs> I always try to pick a really dark brown piece because I'm like, I'm blonde. This doesn't belong to yeah, no. I just always have to figure out like, okay, do I have too many strands in my, in my finger that I'm about to use? Is there not enough? And then typically there's not enough. So then I've got hair stuck in my tooth. On top. You have to pull. Okay. The trick is you have to pull a non-bleached one. It has to be like a virgin piece of hair because it's thicker and less dead. And so it's typically from underneath kind of by like your nape of your neck. Wow. Look at you. <laughs> okay. There we go, everyone. That's how you use your hair as floss. Yeah, the neck nape. So, uh, oh my gosh, isn't that? Why do I think that's a word? Isn't that a word? What the nape of your neck? What does nape mean? Nape definition. I don't know. Uh, the back of a person's neck. Yeah, there you go. It's just a weird word. It's nape. 
<laughs> okay. Um. So I actually couldn't really think of a heck no. Um, there was one though. There's always one. Oh, I'm really vitamin D deficient. Isn't that sunshine? <laughs> yeah, and like milk. Yeah, you live in your room. I know, and and also I don't oh, no. absorb any sunlight because I don't show like I am wearing long dresses. Wait, 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 wait. Wait. Isn't vitamin C sunshine? No. Vitamin C is oranges. Yeah, vitamin D <laughs> is like milk, sun, sun, like okay, okay. eggs, salmon. So oh, I actually yum. bought salmon yesterday at the store and I bought mm. eggs. I didn't buy milk because I never really drink milk. I, I like milk. milk. I love milk, but I'm oh. like, I'm not going to drink it every morning. Yeah, no. Um, I, I like need to drink water. So anyways, I'm like super vitamin D deficient apparently. How'd you find out? Uh, blood tests, like typically for insurance, like you have a free like you like every woman honestly should be getting blood tests every year to make yeah. sure their hormones are on track see where all their like like all their levels are and typically every insurance covers like that full spectrum of stuff once a year oh, so I didn't know that I don't know if anyone hasn't but it's good to know to see like where you're at with everything you know right um because I would never known but then it makes so much sense because like I do walk to like church and to Pilates and stuff but I'm like wearing longer I don't I don't want yeah. sunburn I don't want skin cancer so I'm really really cautious of that but I don't intake any like vitamin like sun but now now you're so cautious that you literally don't have any vitamin D in your body right I'm like half of what I should be so and I was like looking at it and they're like yeah like typically you have like more fatigue and stuff I'm like yeah like I'm literally Really crashing at like noon <laughs> so that's an issue, uh, but now I have a supplement which is kind of annoying because I wish I would just didn't need a supplement but right. like I do so I take that for a while so yeah that's a heck no so that's my heck no but um anyways there's a pink elephant in the room a very pink and orange elephant a very with a large pink and orange elephant with some baguettes as well oh gosh oh my gosh we're going to france you guys we're taking you all with us yeah we're not going by ourselves this was the announcement that you've been waiting months for we are freaking going to france with you guys 40 of you guys right 40 40 Uh uh-huh we planned a france trip and Lori, our trip planner has literally been amazing, but we're going on a pilgrimage. Um, it's nine days. Meg, you want to walk them through every day? What yeah. Okay. 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 Or when okay. it is even. Oh yeah. So it's what end of summer. June? Yeah. Next summer year. 2022. Yeah. That's so weird. That sounds futuristic, but yeah, next June, um, end of next June, all the details have been shown posted live you guys all know already now that this has come out but here's a look at the itinerary day one we leave from the usa to paris day two we get and by the way there's like gonna be so many questions you guys have and we have like Mm -hmm. q a's on our website and we're when this comes out this that like this will be a monday but Wednesday, we're having like a live uh video that we'll be doing and stuff so there's a lot but 
you leave from the USA and go to Paris. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So day two, we get to Paris um, and we kick off the girlfriend's pilgrimage with a cruise down the Champs-Élysées and tour of Paris in an open air bus. So, you know, those things around like London that you see that don't have a top on the bus. Double decker. Yeah. We're driving in one of those. Um, day three, we will have a morning tour of the city of lights, which includes a professional photo shoot in front of the Eiffel tower. We will be doing like helping you with fashion, hair, makeup, things like that. And we have a photographer that we're bringing with us on the trip to document everything. So you won't run out of content and you'll have professional photos in France, which is in unreal. In front of the Eiffel Tower. In front of the Eiffel Tower. Then we're going to see Notre Dame and we're going to visit the Louvre. Louvre? Yeah. You know what? I had right? you do the itinerary because okay. I know that I can't pronounce anything. So <laughs> then we're going to visit the Louvre Museum um, where Mona Lisa is. Um, and then that afternoon, we're going to go shopping, eat crepes, more shopping. And then we'll have a dinner cruise on the Seine River. And I have to say, unreal. Yeah. Like these photos <laughs> are insane. Like now, okay. So literally day two, we're going on a cruise um, uh, down like a dinner cruise on a, a dinner river. cruise on a river <laughs> after and then, we've done all the other sightseeing. Yeah. Like we're going on two. like we're so much water cruising, drinking, eating, shopping. And you're like, Oh, where's the religious part coming in? Don't worry. Okay. Don't worry. It's coming. It's coming. But it's coming. also like we might be trying to have a dress code. We haven't decided where it's like this day, we all wear pink this day. We all wear stripes this day. We all wear florals this day, you know? So mm-hmm. we're deciding, but we, we want to know could be fun. Yeah. how obnoxious we, we really want to be. We're undecided. Yeah. We're a little undecided, but also we're like, Oh, photos would look so good. If we all looked like on brand together. Right. And this is like any ages or any 18 and over. So like, if you are want to go with your mom, like bring her with, if you don't have any friends to go with, like you're going to meet your best friend on this trip. Like, don't right. worry about it. You know? Right. That was only day three. We've got nine full days. Sorry, we we're keep going. Okay. Day four. There's so many things. So many things. <laughs> day four is we go to Versailles and tour the palace of Louis the 14th. Um, so it's the one with all of the glass mirrors, the gold and the glass mirrors. It's beautiful. Um, it's called the Hall of Mirrors. I forgot. And then we enjoy a picnic lunch next to the Grand Canal, which is right outside of that, um, outside of Versailles. And then we ride bikes around the palace grounds. Um, And then the afternoon is yours again to shop side streets before we return to Paris for more shopping and dinner. Then day five, this is where like the pilgrimage part comes in. We're going to go to Lisieux, um, which is the home of St. Therese, the little flower. And on the way to Lisieux, we're going to watch a movie about the life of St. Therese. I don't know if, have you seen it before, Cece? No, I haven't. I haven't seen it since I was probably like 10 or 11, but I remember, I still remember it because it's such a good movie. Um, then we will visit the, uh, I should know this, I did French in high school, Buissonnettes, which is St. Therese's family home, the Carmelite convent and celebrate mass in the magnificent basilica there. Um, and you'll have some free time to eat and shop before we return to Paris again. Paris is like home ground, you guys, for like a yeah. whole week. Paris and we wanted, is your home. <laughs> yeah, Paris is your home. And we really wanted to like give downtime as well and not be like mm-hmm. running around like crazy. So Right, right, exactly. Day six. <laughs> so then we go to Bien, which is the wine capital of Burgundy. 
The vine-covered hills, cobbled paths, and ancient wine cellars don't disappoint. We have the perfect spot to enjoy a glass of Grand Cru and delicious lunch amidst vineyards of the Côte de Nuits. And we'll drive to nearby Buin for a time to explore on your own before dinner. Guys, I'm butchering this, but I'm acting like I know what I'm saying. Because <laughs> I just don't want to be French. I just can't. Like, me trying to speak French. <laughs> I'm just gonna I need an app. I remember app some of it. So um, I can ask if I can get up to go to the bathroom. Uh, okay. So that how do you say that? Excuse me, may I please go to the restroom? But I don't know what I'm gonna need to say that to anyone in France. Excuse yeah. me. Will you please allow me to go to the restroom? I just know bonjour. 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 <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys going to be so good. <laughs> <Bonjour>. <laughs> I mean, not that we're already going to look like we're not from there with a group of 40 women, probably in like Looks some like sort a big of theme. Sorority right. theme. <laughs> but then you'll hear Cece at the front of the group. Telling all the locals, bonjour, bonjour. <laughs> and they're going to be like, what is her issue? <laughs> oh, okay. I'm crying. All right. Okay, <laughs> day seven. Wait, you didn't talk about the evening of day six. Oh, what? Did I miss it? Oh, no, we're staying there. We're not going to yeah, Paris. We're, we're not going back staying, to Paris. No. Yeah, after that. By day six, we will not be going back to Paris. Um. Day seven, we drive to Lyon, the capital of France. It's beautiful. Here we will learn how to make traditional French macarons. And then the afternoon- Macarons? Macarons, you know, you know them things. <laughs> and then we'll drive to Beziers, which is located on the Mediterranean Sea, where we'll have dinner at a local restaurant in a town on the Mediterranean Sea. Practically, and- you're getting a taste of Greece. <laughs> while we're in France and not to mention all of our hotels are four to five stars or they might all just be five I stars think they're all remember. five stars yeah yeah so like this is not some slumming it like <laughs> we don't we don't hike you guys okay I'm not hiking. we're not a hiker I'm, we're not a camper <laughs> like you can wear cute shoes in an outfit like you're yes. not gonna yeah so yeah. yep Okay, day eight, we depart Beziers and make our way to Lourdes. This is such a highlight of this trip. Mm-hmm. Where we'll visit Bernadette's house, oh, the Basilica of the Immaculate Conception, the Miraculous Spring, the Shrine of Bernadette, and the 12th century castle. And then after dinner, we'll attend the candlelight procession in Lourdes. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it or seen it, but you can look up photos and videos and it's beautiful. The whole town comes with candles and they process to the basilica and then they're everyone's singing hymns and it's just, it's like heavenly it's heavenly i've never done it but my parents did and they couldn't stop talking about it day nine is in lords the days at leisure to experience the healing bath shop pray and explore you won't want to miss the grotto of masabiel the site where the virgin appeared to burn of that um, and this evening mass will be celebrated, followed by a farewell dinner at a local restaurant. In the baths, like I don't like totally going in it. You like get up really yeah. early and you wait in line, but they're healing baths. And what they say is everyone I've talked to that have done it too. You're completely dry when you get out. They don't even offer towels. Like you're literally, you go in the bath and everyone's naked. Like you, there's a men's section, a woman's section, but you go in the right. bath 
and they don't even offer towels because like you're just dry after you get out it's like part of the miracle um and so some people like go in for different intentions like they go in multiple times um and they wait in line again and again kind of like a roller coaster at six flags but it's lord sorry god that was offensive and then the next day we leave yeah and then the next day we leave um but yeah that's a whole nine days it's june yep nine days june 20th through the 29th 2022 and it's literally so freaking cheap and it's only of the lord like okay so it's uh four thousand eight hundred ninety seven dollars and that's for everything, all food, except for lunches. And so, your flights, your flights, yeah. your hotel stays, everything is included in there yeah. except for your lunch and your shopping. Yep. So that's pretty freaking sick. That's so, pretty great. <laughs> and, and like, um, pretty much how it works, like that we're getting in the nitty gritty here, but you can you fly out of either Washington, DC, New York, Chicago, or LA. And so you have to get to one of those cities and then everything is covered. Is covered. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, you just have to fly to one of those cities and then all, everything's covered. So right. yeah, that's what's happening. Um, so yeah, what you can do is signups begin um, Wednesday, the 11th of August at like noon. So you'll see that all the details on our Instagrams or in the show notes and stuff, but we only have 40 spots and we are pretty certain that there will be a wait list. So the faster, the better, Um, but definitely like get all your info ready to go um, and signups begin then. So we're super, super pumped. And Lori, she'll be like the person that you'll be in contact with. And she'll be going with us on the trip as well. Right. She's so awesome. We couldn't, obviously we couldn't do this at all without her. So yeah, she's the best. Um, and we're keeping it at 42 and we're capping it out because we want to get to know you each individually on this trip and like not feel like we're just heading a crowd the whole time. Right. So it makes sense. Like we want to literally be sitting at the vineyard hanging out with you guys like we've been friends forever so we're not going above 40 for that specific reason um and we all want to fit on the same bus so that we can all hang out while we're transporting to different places you know so again is why you can wear cute shoes which is such a win yeah we're not hikers (laughs) so like we like chacos are not necessary no no nor our white new balance shoes (laughs) I just pictured an American dad. Yeah. <laughs> and yep. no boys allowed. Yeah. Also, no we boys were going to bring a priest, but then it's like, we want it to be a girl's trip. So right. I don't know, like what priest would actually sign up to do. <laughs> right. Oh, so, exactly. yeah. He would be we surrounded. Also know that not all of you listening are Catholic. So that was kind of the... I don't want to say the motivation, but like the reasoning why we intertwined our Catholic faith, just like we do in this podcast, but it's not an everyday in your face. That's what you're signing up to do. We want you to come and get to know other good, faithful Christian women. And then there is going to be a Catholic twist on it because we're Catholic and there are phenomenal Catholic sites to go see there. We'd be ridiculous to not go check them out. Um, so don't let that like intimidate you from not coming just because you're not Catholic. We right. like, specifically had that in mind when building this 
trip. So, right. Right. And we are going to mass two, three times. Um, and you know, going to Lasso and Lords, but like, those are places like cat, not even Catholic, not like people go that aren't yeah. Catholic because yeah. they're just incredible. So yeah, that's that. Um, and we're super <laughs> so stoked. I know. So find all the details and we can't wait to see you. Um, okay. But moving on real quick, Meg Catholic company. So while I was like rearranging my room, I have this, um, I don't know. What would you say size this is Megan? Like seven by eight by 10, eight by 10, um, framed picture of St. Joseph and Jesus. And he has like the white lilies, the classic, you know, but this was pre-framed from Catholic company and it was such a good price. And what's so awesome about them is we've talked about this before, but you have a ton of prints, but you don't have frames. And then you have to go thrift a frame or something, but not only do they have pre-framed stuff is it's like, it's like antique and cute and gold. Right. And it's not, not like cheap and tacky. Yeah. It's not like an Ikea frame. No offense, yeah. but like it's not an Ikea frame. So <laughs> yeah, they have a ton of pre-frame stuff, which is also even more great for, um, gifting because it's like yeah. you're gifting the full package to someone. True. So Very yeah, good point. we love it. You can get 15% off Catholic company with code heck, all caps, H E C K code heck for 15% off anything and everything at Catholic company. Okay. Um, do you want to touch on what you announced on your Instagram? Yeah. I announced like a big deal business thing for me, but you're like helping women in a tremendous way and you should probably mention it. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So, um, me and three other women that I've gotten to know really closely are hosting an emotional processing workshop, which is going to be Tuesday, August 24th at 8 PM Eastern. And it's only $20 and we wanted it to be really affordable, but this is literally life-changing is learning how to process your emotions. We weren't taught how to do that. And oftentimes I think, especially it affects women is our emotions affect us physically, mentally, and spiritually, which is, mm-hmm. you know, body, mind, and soul. And it's so, so important that we learn how to process these and just like relation, even like, you know, maybe you're hanging on to something that happened in like a relationship with a guy in the past, or you're still ticked off. It's like, well, it's time to let go and truly process those emotions with him. But how do you do that? And how do you do that with God and with Jesus? And so this is like 75 minutes of learning what this is and how to do it and walking you through it. And it's almost like a visualization of how to give things over to God and over to Jesus and almost imagining him like in the room with you or like Mm -hmm. walking towards you, like different scenarios and how to release that through Jesus. And so Meg, I hope you can make it because I'm like, it's so, so amazing. Um, even if like you're single and you're spending your days wondering like when you're going to meet the right guy, it's like, well, that emotion of anxiety is taking over your life. And those emotions are real and they take away minutes. They take away hours and then eventually your life. Mm -hmm. And if you don't process them, that completely overtakes you. Um, so, or like you're holding resentment to something that happened in a relationship or a friendship. It's like resentment needs to wait us and we need to forgive and surrender to the Lord. Oftentimes we say, forgive, 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 whatever, but it's like, you don't know how. And so this right. is like that process, um, to release the hold others have on us and to do that through Jesus. 
Um, so yeah, 75 minutes, it's 20 bucks. You can find the form on how to sign up in our show notes or in my bio on Instagram at Cecilia Pappas. Um, but again, it's going to be Tuesday, August 24th at 8 PM Eastern, an emotional processing workshop. You don't have to show your face. It's going to be through like a webinar thing. Um, and it is actually like a lot of women, this is an emotional process for them and they're typically are tears or not or whatever, but it is private and it is like, it's something that you work through. You don't just get it done. So we're super excited. This has helped so many, so many women just in my coaching. Um, like, you know, with Maria and Aaron and MK, they've been doing this for a long time as they've been doing it way longer than me. And this helps women so much. Like even for instance, Maria was telling me one of my partners, she had a client who a ton of her boyfriends kept saying, you're so tense. Like when they were physical, not like, like hugging, kissing, you know, yeah. and they're just like, you're always so tense. And Maria did an emotional process with her and she like released so much tension of like past things that had happened to her that she was able to like fully just like be so like tender and loving to her then man, um, because there was just so much tension built up of other things. So like you actually physically release emotions. Um, It's so awesome that like our bodies have the capability of doing that. So um, it's not like therapy work, it's Jesus work. So we're super excited. Um, So yeah, that's, that's what's going on with me. So 20 bucks, Tuesday, August 24th at 8 PM Eastern. And you don't have to be Catholic. Just gotta believe in Jesus. So yeah, uh, Meg, so something really interesting, Meg, I saw she was like talking about on Instagram is you did mm. like an Instagram parenting post. It did. I, did I wanted to like hear about it. I was like, where did <laughs> well, that come from, girlfriend? Uh, <laughs> came from my noggin because I had to release a couple things. Um, <laughs> so I realized yesterday I was like super like frustrated and just like on edge about everything we went to mass middle of the day and then the day got better after that and I was like okay that's good but I was still really kind of tense and typically as parents if a, our kid or parenting is stressing us out it ends up getting laid on our spouse not the kid yeah. or not sorted out with ourselves um it ends up just being taken out on our spouse um so that wasn't cool and I never like feeling like I'm doing that to Avery so I had to drive to Montgomery which is 45 minutes away and back and I ended up finding a podcast for a photo shoot okay yeah um but I ended up finding and I didn't want to go because I was like I just want to sit in my gloom and like I don't want to move I just want to sit in sweatpants which is like so lame um Uh but I ended up going everyone's been there right and I tried to find this I typed in gentle parenting into podcasts and found these two um that really had me thinking about the way that I've been mentally placing parenting and like what I had originally expected when it came to parenting and how it was actually going. And I'm such a goals and like checklist oriented person that I needed to like filter through all of this like emotion and frustration. Gosh, I need to go to your emotion um, seminar thing. And actually you should go Megan. <laughs> I know you're like, I know you and you need to be there. <laughs> so, um, that, I needed to figure out a way to like mentally make a checklist towards how I react or respond, I guess would be the better way um, to outburst Carrie has because she has a very big personality and I didn't expect to be like disciplining at one, uh, but you 
you do start disciplining when they turn one. Um, and so I was able to like, and I talk about this in my post, but come up with like this plan of action every single time she has an outburst and I breathe and then I see what's going on and then I act because typically I was just reacting every time and just trying whatever I thought I had stored up in my head from someone else who parented before me and trying that instead of actually learning Carrie's emotions and how she handles things and what she needs for me. Like for instance, um, a lot of kids, if they're throwing a tantrum, you can just walk away and not give them any attention and it typically solves the problem. But that doesn't work for every kid. And for Carrie, I was trying to do that, but it made it worse. It was almost like an abandonment, like cry mm -hmm. that she started doing. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, what do I do? This is what I, my parents did with us when we were younger. Like I'm the oldest of fives. So that's what I saw. You just walk away. You don't give them attention. But Carrie actually needs you to go and pick her that's up. That's how and she talks. With her. Right, exactly. And she needs you to sit down with her and you can explain in a gentle way whether she fully gets it or not yet. She's processing what you're saying um, instead of walking away from her. So that was my parenting. See, post. podcasts are pretty good, aren't they? They are. <laughs> that's what I thought. That's what I thought. So yeah, I have two yeah. like really great mom friends. First of all, also like kudos to you to like just finding solutions and finding different ways instead of just sitting to. in your frustration, you know? I have to, yeah. yeah. No one ever feels good when you sit in your frustration. And then of course, after the drive, I was like, oh, I'm really glad I did that. You're like, I'm so motivated. Carrie, right. do a tantrum. I want to practice how I handle I it. I know. Well, I came <laughs> home and poor Avery was like a little tired and stuff. And we talked about playing a game and I sat on the couch and just started telling him everything, like word vomiting, everything I just learned and how stoked I was. And he's sitting there listening like the champ he is. And I was like, this poor guy just wants to watch a show with me and go to bed. He just wants to watch Fear Factor and go to bed. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> so there's this book that two women that I really admire who are mothers um, have really like based their parenting off of, it's called Love and Logic and it's Christian perspective of parenting. Um, but it's really, really cool. I mean, like there's multiple Love and Logics. There's like parenting with Love and Logic and then parenting teens with Love and Logic. So there's like two different ones. Um, but really what's cool about love and logic is it's giving the kids the opportunity to make their own choices. So you're trying to like stay as neutral as possible and letting them yep. use logic and decision-making. Mm -hmm. And there's like so many examples in the book and everything. I don't have the book, but I've like stocked it at um, Barnes and Noble. Um, <laughs> I've like sat down in Barnes and Noble while like Stash is going to look at a book and like Read opened it. it up and like gone through it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so it kind of an example would be like, let's say Timmy went to his friend's house and got mad at his friend and hit his friend. It's like, well, next time Timmy wants to play with his friend and his friend doesn't want to play with him, you can help him use logic to be like, well, your friend may not want to hang out with you anymore because last time you hit him and there's consequences and responsibilities to your actions. And so by using reasonable logic, the child can come to their own outcomes out of like the decisions that they made, you know, because yep. you did this, this happened. Um, right. And like, even just how we form words, like, mm -hmm. like the enforcement statements is like, like fighting, like a fighting word is like, quit texting, like, give me your cell phone. Yep. But like an enforcement statement would be like, cell phones are great. I allow them to like, re like, I'm going to allow them to remain here as long as like, they're not causing an issue. Right. Um, or like, you know, 
like you need to get a better attitude. Like that's a fighting word versus like, I'll listen when your voice is as calm like mine. Right. Right. Exactly. Even something as simple right now that I'm like constantly having to be assertive of. And I was sharing this with Avery last night is be careful, be careful, be careful, be careful. It's like default. It's default. And you just say it, but instead it's like, Hey, hold my hand for a second. Cause I don't want you to fall on the hard rocks below us mm-hmm. or Hey, the ground's really hot. So I want you to come back over here, please. Things like that actually help them understand what's going on because saying, be careful, be careful, be careful, be careful all the time, literally doesn't instill any confidence in them to do what they're doing or to understand why they're not allowed That's love to and logic. do. Oh, yeah. well, hey. Maybe no. I've read the book. I don't know. <laughs> no, that's something that they've talked about because you're actually raising like a cautious kid then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But I also want to say, because when I like was pregnant with Carrie, I did all this research on like birth and postpartum and all this stuff. And then when Carrie got here, I just kind of stopped because I was just like, oh, well, it just kind of comes naturally. Right. But then I started to realize I was filling my brain with all these things. People were saying you should and shouldn't do in ways that if you don't do this, or if you do this, you're going to harm your kid for life. And they're just going to turn out terrible and all this stuff. And I realized last night, I was like, you didn't take a single class for photography. You just figured it out as you went and you learned your camera and you used it like to make beautiful images happen. Same thing with Carrie. I need to one, not stop learning. So I need Mm -hmm. to pick up books again, like I did with birth um, and postpartum because it is just as crucial for her development as birth and pregnancy. Nine months in, you have have 18 years out that you're parenting. Right, exactly. Um, But I also need to remember like, and, and I think a lot of moms need to remember, you know your child better than anyone else and you need to read but then you need to take what you know will work with you and your kids and use that and apply and apply it. Right. Instead of just absorbing everything everyone's saying and then vomiting it all on your kids at once and then none of it working and then everyone's frustrated and nothing works. Right. Um, so yeah, no, it's so like, parenting is so (laughs) interesting. I'm like, I know, I know. I told Avery last night when I was talking to him, I was like, so number one, uh, parenting is a full-time job. Not that I thought it wasn't going to be, but I don't think I realized how much you're going to go back to like the drawing board, just like you do, we do with work and go like, okay, how do I creatively like fix this or make it happen? Or how do I make my life easier? Or how do I like, all the time? I was like, Carrie so. is a lot though. Carrie she like, is a, at gosh. one, I feel like she's at three. Yes. Like with how fast and like, she's just always like, that's like a three-year-old. No, no, no chill. We've hit the terrible threes or whatever people call terrible it twos. At terrible one. twos. Okay. Well, we've hit them. We're not that she's terrible, but like there is no chill. She knows how to say hot and up and all this stuff. Like she's but literally she turned one there. yesterday. She won't sit there. No, she no. She like mm-hmm. won't sit on your lap. Like some kids mm-hmm. are like, no, Carrie won't. She like literally will not sit or like mm-hmm. let just score. If you go <gasps> to the grocery store, she's like, How dare you put me in the cart? I want to walk around on the floor by myself. Like, what the crap, dude? <laughs> This cart chair is for you. Literally designed for you. <laughs> no chill. Uh-uh. No chill. Yes. You got an independent kiddo. <sighs> Which is like, like you. Gonna, it's going to be great. Yeah, but her what personality is kid? bigger than ours. Like, well, just, like Avery and I are outgoing and we're extroverted and we're independent and all these things. But we were both were saying last night that we think Carrie's personality is even bigger than ours. Yeah. Like, there is no chill. There is no I can quiet. confirm. There is no. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> she can give you a run for your money, especially as uh-huh. the oldest. I know. 
<laughs> I know. Oh, geez. So much personality in her. Oh my gosh. Okay. Another thing. Um, so it was really funny. Like when I was in Alabama, oh, we had so many, we were cooking a lot and Megan and I yeah. are a good freaking team in the kitchen <laughs> at cleaning, like literally all like housework. Yep. Megan and I were like, bomb. Uh-huh. There was a moment where we were making lemon, like lemon, garlic, rosemary, potatoes or something like that. And you had to pull the potatoes out of the oven, like halfway through and put lemon juice over them and then put them back in. And the lemon juice is sitting out on the counter and Cece goes, can I put this away now? And I was like, crap, I forgot to put the lemon juice on them. Like they're practically done. She's like, no, 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 I already did that. Am I good to put it away? And I was like, you are I got you girl this is amazing <laughs> yeah like we yeah. both had the recipe on our phones and we're like yeah da, 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 we we're doing was... like four different foods <laughs> okay Megan and I work so well together because even with the podcast like duties and stuff it just like yeah. happens yeah. <laughs> like it's very seamless and yeah. that was how we were in the kitchen as well so it was pretty cool to see we decided that, like, <laughs> we decided that both her family or seem to be family and our family will do Thanksgivings and Christmases together. And then our actual families could choose if they want to join, <laughs> but because it would go so seamless if we just Sorry, had Thanksgiving Dad. And Christmas. Well, he's going to be there, right? Like yeah, just, we're also going to be there so, right. <laughs> um, because it was so easy. And like, literally as soon as Cece left, she wasn't, she was the first person to leave. So we still had guests for like another day or two. I was like, crap. What do I do? What do I do in the kitchen by myself? Avery doesn't work with me as easy. Like it was like reading, like having the same brain. Yes. You know, like literally it was like, the same like of course you clean this up after that. Like, right. Of course you put it in this tray to allow room for this tray. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So anyways, we had like a few, a few mishaps. Okay. Well, two were Avery, but well, Hey, (laughs) so one, I wanted to make homemade lemonade because I think it's better than the powder you get from the store. So, and I had just thrifted this antique Mason jar, like pitcher what do you call it like it's a pitcher right kind of and you it like you press the button has the little the nozzle yeah Yeah, it has a little nod that you put your cup under and it's so cute and I had just thrifted it for like six dollars um and it worked there was no like cracking dripping nothing was wrong and I told Cece hey I'm gonna run upstairs real quick um the when the boiling water cools down we can pour all of it into this glass container and stir in the lemon juice all that stuff Avery was not there for that conversation. Avery did not know that that was, that was Cece's task. And so I was upstairs getting ready. And then like I come downstairs and I guess during the time I was upstairs to when I came downstairs, Avery had wanted to be helpful and he went and grabbed it, boiling hot water. And both Cece and his mom, my mother-in-law were like, wait, wait, wait. And he, as he poured it into the glass jar and broke the glass jar it's boiling hot water. Yeah. <laughs> And he was like, what? And they're like, no. And then I came down and it was like, your cute mason jar is broken. And then I had to go to a plastic pitcher. But it wasn't an, like, it was out of a good place in his heart that he wanted to be helpful. But it was just right. like, no. Poor I've seen guys. mason jars at people's parties for years and I finally had one. <laughs> and now it's broken. Uh, but it's yeah. okay. Um, there's some cute ones at Pottery Barn I saw. Yeah, I wanted not one. six dollars. <laughs> no, like sixty. And I really yeah. wanted to put one on the registry. And Stash was like, 
like, yeah, it's cute, but like, where are we going to put that thing? Like, we can't like get anything bulky because we don't know where we'll yeah. be living. Right. So it was just kind of like funny. But another thing that happened was like, you guys had a new grill. And so we had a like- cheap, cheap new grill because we didn't get to move our grill with us. We didn't have room for the grill. So we were like, we're going to grill out, even though we don't have grills. So we're going to buy a cheap grill so that we can grill out. Dumb. dumb well, dumb, it was dumb. like a coal. It was a coal grill, but it was like literally one of those tiny ones from Walmart. That's like $25. And you just pour a bunch of coal in it and hope it works. And it did a charcoal. And it will typically, works. yeah, charcoal. We're like, it was coal. Coal. <laughs> like, Why coal? does that sound weird? <laughs> I know. Well, it was kind of, it was just like unfortunate only because like it would have yeah. worked, but it was just like, it needed to get like used to like having food on it, you know? Right, right. You need right. to get like broken in. So, right. Um, so- Avery yes. ended up cooking chicken like three different ways. Some was on the grill, some was in the pan on the stovetop, and some was in the oven. So that kind of sucked. But he did it with a smile on his face. And he yeah, was, like, he was such a so champ. stoked to do that. And I was like, uh-huh. I would have ordered pizza at that point. So Oh, me too. Yeah. Um, explain um, the other two that happened, though, because those were you issues, but me not explaining them to you. That was our commu- <laughs> lack of communication. <laughs> That's where we like didn't have the same brain. Yeah. So uh, we were making these like orange glazed meatballs in the crock pot. And I had to put some pepper in there. So I started like, like, you know, sprinkling some pepper and the whole top of the pepper thing fell flew down and we had to go to the store and get all the new start over. Yeah. Because so. there was just a cup of pepper floating in her. Orange. Apparently Megan knew that that's how it worked. I'm yeah. like, why didn't you just throw away the truck? <laughs> because in my head, I'm like, we can't just throw away good pepper. We just need to use the old or the newer pepper sh- what do you call it shaker mm-hmm. um I didn't want to throw away the old one because basically where the, shaker, the grinder I, yes the grinder thank you I was like we're not explaining this well to anyone listening um <laughs> Megan's doing hand motions is, but you can't see it <laughs> where the grinder was on the old one that CC ended up dumping entirely into her meatballs it had cracked so it wasn't on tight so it just as soon as she started trying to grind it it just popped off and pepper fell everywhere but we were holding on to it so that we could use it as a refill for the newest one that we'd gotten but that wasn't explained to cc so yeah yeah and, and then, then <laughs> megan can you send me the recipe for the slush Yes. Okay. So we have this family recipe called slush and it's a frozen alcoholic drink that you scoop out of the freezer and put into a cup with some Sprite. And it is like the highlight of any of our get togethers with friends. I always make slush and everyone always asks for me to make it every time they um, come hang out with us, but it has to freeze for a while before you can actually like drink it. Right. That's why it's called slush. And (laughs) it doesn't get like frozen and frozen because it has alcohol in it. Right. So. But it just gets slushy. Um, okay. Also the first time mentioned the first time didn't help. Oh. <laughs> I made it and forgot to put the bourbon in it. And so I'm serving it at Carrie's birthday party. And I'm like, yeah, this is our family's like alcoholic slush recipe and giving it to everyone and everyone's like, wow, this is so good. There's like so many different flavors that hit you at once. Meanwhile, everyone's thinking like, I'm not tasting any alcohol. What's going on? No one said anything. Uh, then I go to make slush. Nick, okay, one of, later. one yeah. of Avery's friends is like, I'm feeling it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, one of Avery's buddies is like, I'm feeling it. This is so great. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's literally no alcohol in it. Just orange juice and lemonade um and the next night I'm making some more because we're about to have a dinner with our local priest um and I go to get the bourbon out and shout out father Pesla. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but I go to get the bourbon out and realize that it's not been opened and I was like 
are you telling me that I just served slush to an entire birthday party and there was literally no alcohol? (laughs) So um, we made it with bourbon the second time for our father, Plesla. Um, But I was having a salad bowl. (laughs) It has to go in a bowl with like a lid on it. And we don't have a ton of those. And so we only had one that was clean. So it's like, well, whatever. And I knew that the lid doesn't was false. really, was yeah, faulty. It's, a false, it's a, it's like a looks good lid, but it doesn't actually hold anything together. Um, but no one else knew that. And so I told Cece, she was asking if it was frozen. And I said, you can check if you want. And she literally goes to pick up the bowl, but like without holding the lid, because typically the lid stays on, right? Yeah. And picks up the bowl and dumps half of the non-slushy slush into the freezer bin that it was sitting in. <laughs> I was like, we do you have a turkey baster? Can we just baste yeah. this out into a cup? Yeah. You're like, yeah. no. I'm like, why don't you have one? Why don't you have a turkey baster? But meanwhile, this is happening and like Father Plesla and Austin and Nick and like all of our buddies are sitting at the table like a couple no of idea away talking. On. They have no clue what's going on. There's slush leaking in our freezer. Cece's like, what do I do? I'm like getting napkins. Like what's going on over there? We're like, nothing. Nothing at just, all. Just eat your caprice. <laughs> eat your meatballs. Don't look over here. <laughs> but yeah. So that was really funny. It's so, a good time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Only a couple fails. Only a couple. And there's so, okay, there, guys, there's so many good voicemails. Okay. And I just want to say one. Um, and actually, let me play this one because it has to do with Father, which is why I oh, wanted yes. to play this one specifically because this is the priest that was over. Um, okay. Hi, this is Rose. Um, so I was re-listening to uh, the Manly Men um, podcast with Austin, and um, I was just re-listening to it because I found it really interesting the first time, and I kind of wanted just to re-grasp everything in it. And it reminded me of something that my good priest friend shared, and I wanted to share it with you guys. Um Shout out to this priest. He's amazing, Father Edward. Um, I'm pretty sure he is in Kansas City, Missouri right now. Um, he is literally amazing in every single way. Um, but one time when I was maybe 16, he was talking with um, me and a bunch of other high school girls. Um, and we were all, like, you know, just being classic girls. Um, and, and we got talking about movies, and he said something about, like, trying to find movies, watching movies that are good for your soul, uh, and only good for your soul, and not watching things that are just for entertainment. Um, and something he said was so beautiful. He said, you know, I am confident enough in my masculinity to tell you that one of my very favorite movies is the live-action Cinderella. And there was just something I found so beautiful in that moment where he's just, he's so confident in his masculinity that his favorite movie can be a little girl's movie. Um, and it's not like Harry Styles where he was flaunting about wearing a dress. Instead, it was like himself being able to find like the true meaning in it, in the movie. And, um, 
and actually like trusting himself and knowing that this wasn't going to degrade his masculinity in any sense. Um, yeah, he was able to find like the beauty in it. It was just, it was beautiful for me. I was just, it really touched me. Um, and it definitely inspired myself to be confident in my, um, feminine side so that my favorite movie can be Braveheart. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but you know, it was just, I just thought that was beautiful. Anyway, thought you would like to hear that. All right. Bye. Okay. So thanks for calling in. And the reason why I wanted to say this is because, <laughs> do you know what I'm about to say? I Megan? know exactly what you're about to say. <laughs> I had asked father he was like yeah a couple priests and I are going to Disney for like our time off and I was like father why do all priests love Disney and movies he's like well we can't have sex (laughs) (laughs) we're like "Ah, valid point good answer (laughs) valid (laughs) so it was so funny all that for that and it was Mm -hmm. just I I felt like I had to say it because it was like that's it what he said, so right? Or did he say it a different yeah. way? That's exactly no, he what he was said. like, well, we can't have sex. And I was like, that's, yep, you're, you're, you are right, sir. You're right, <laughs> father. <laughs> so yeah, we were cracking up. Um, okay, so also wanted to let you guys know, quick announcement, that every fourth episode is going to be our monthly advice line because people just love that one and we thought it was really, mm-hmm. really fun. So call in this week and the following week for advice, um, especially if you want a man's perspective, because our men will be with us doing that episode. Yeah. So it's going to be our advice hotline. So make sure you say, hey, Megan CC, calling in for advice. Um, But we would love if you could try to keep it under like 90 minutes, 90 seconds, 90 minutes, a full-blown movie, (laughs) full-blown Disney movie. Um, but next week, so right now we want you to also call in, um, next week are going to be doing, uh, an incredible God moment stories. So mm. if you're listening to this on Monday, we record on Wednesday. So if you could get, get that in, but we're like talking about spiritual gifts, um, like different God moment stories, again, try to keep them under 90 seconds, but like miracle happenings are just like really cool, mm-hmm. cool things. Cause I think we all love hearing those, but we don't get a chance to hear those often, unless you're in a com- deep conversation with someone. So, right, right, um, yeah, we would love to hear those. So that's for next week, incredible God moment stories or spiritual gifts, or even it could be someone else's story that you've heard about. Um, and then also be calling in for your advice hotline. And yep, that is it. We'll see you in France. And Yay! we'll see bonjour, you in the Eucharist. We'll bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> bonjour, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks a ton for listening to the What in the Dang Heck podcast. Make sure you call our hotline, subscribe, leave a rate and review, and might as well follow us on Instagram while you're at it.